This episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Going to the post office can be stressful at times, but luckily there's Stamps.com to make your postal service and UBS shipping a whole lot easier. No special equipment or anything. All you need is a computer and standard printer, then you'll be ready to send any letter or package anywhere you want. Once your mail is ready, simply schedule a pickup or drop-off to avoid any shipping confusion using your new rate advisor to find the best option right for you. Best of all, you'll be saving time and money without any risk. Click the link down below and use the code POD to receive a special offer that includes a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone on top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's Stamps.com, promo code POD. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. virus came and started to plague the human race. Some people had perished, some people went to isolation, while others continued to go about their normal days, except they were forced to wear these fucking masks every time that said person goes out in public. All seemed lost for the human race, until one day, it happened. A podcast was formed to help improve the entertainment industry, to make those who are suffering feel amused, and more importantly, express geek culture in any way, shape, or form, hence why this exists. <laughs> How's it going everyone? If you couldn't already tell by the intro, I'm talking about Mega Man today. Then again, the title always gives away what I'm talking about. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I love Mega Man. A true legend within video game history. Right next to Mario and, ugh, Sonic. Even though Mega Man was my favorite franchise growing up, I definitely played a good portion of the games. However, I was also born in that era where Mega Man started branching out into different spin-offs. This includes, but not limited to, the Legend series, the Battle Network series, the Star Force series, Mighty Number no. 9, uh, let's pretend that shit doesn't exist. Since there's a lot to mention with the spin-offs, it's best to leave those for a separate episode. Either way, I'm mostly familiar with the OG series. I remembered having very mixed feelings while playing these games. Don't get me wrong, it was fun to shoot enemies and steal the weapons of my robotic comrades, but I felt enraged with the unfair levels and unorthodox enemy placement. So much so that I couldn't beat any of the games growing up because I ended up rage quitting and using my allowance money to buy new controllers. <laughs> it wasn't until my late high school days where I finally gave Mega Man another chance. Besides him joining Smash Bros. 4, it was mostly thanks to the Mega Man Legacy Collections, the first one having Mega Man's 1-6, through 6, and the others 7-10. through 10. I've gotten a lot better since then and beat most of the games, but I'm still working on trying to beat 9-10 though. However, Capcom surprised us by giving us Mega Man 11, which brought back the classic series, but in a modern setting. Granted, Mega Man powered up on PSP already did that, but hey, who's counting? Definitely not me. Anyway, Mega Man 11 may continue to sprinkle the same bullshit we know and love slash hate, yet I enjoyed it very much. After beating Mega Man 11, I kept asking myself, where's Mega Man 12? Is Mega Man 12 going to happen? Capcom, why are you delaying Mega Man 12? Okay, so far the information regarding the next Mega Man game is extremely vague. For all we know, Mega Man 12 may not happen, and 11 was nothing but a short revival. Then I thought to myself, why not make an episode out of this? I'm sure all you geeks listening are into Mega Man, or at least know of Mega Man. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with all of you my concept for the next Mega Man game. It doesn't necessarily have to be 12, but this could work for any game in the series. I'll be going over the story, the Robot Masters, and of course, the gameplay. As usual, this is all my opinion. If I say anything that doesn't sound ideal, try not to take it too seriously. This is just me being a geek and expressing my thoughts. <laughs> I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and this is my concept for the next Mega Man game.
let's start with the story. If you played any Mega Man game, the story is pretty much the same thing. Dr. Light creates new robots to benefit mankind. His former colleague, Dr. Wily, steals those said robots. And it's up to Rock or Mega Man to stop him. Granted, some Mega Man games like to deviate from that formula, but more often than not, it's always Dr. Wily who's the true villain, and it's getting pretty fucking exhausting. Then again, you can argue the same thing with Mario for how they always make Bowser the main villain, though I feel like Mega Man mostly suffers from that. For this story, I came up with something new that could bring a nice twist to the classic Mega Man formula. In this story, Dr. Light hires Elon Youth, a young inventor, to be his apprentice. For those of you wondering, Elon is named after Elon Musk, the CEO of SpaceX and one of the most renowned geniuses in today's society. And for those who don't know your facts about Mega Man, Dr. Light's full name is Thomas Light and it's named after Thomas Edison, while Dr. Wiley's full name is Albert Wiley and is named after Albert Einstein. So I think this trend should continue by naming our newest character after a genius in modern times. Anyway, Elon was hired by Light, not just because he has a perfect academic record, but also for inventing the Power Chip, a new invention that can help robots reach their full potential. Even though these chips are only prototypes, Light believes with their combined efforts they can use the chip safely to benefit both man and robot kind. However, Dr. Wily breaks into the lab, steals the chips along with the eight robots Elon created. With only one more prototype left, Elon gives it to Mega Man and he goes for it to stop Wily. Eric, did you say you were gonna come up with something new? Yes, I did. Bear with me for a little bit. Much like in Mega Man 9 and 10, cutscenes will appear every now and then, likely for every two robot masters you beat. It'll mostly just be cutscenes about Elon talking to Light though. Like what was his reason for creating the chip, Light telling him how he wished he and Wily can just combine their studies and end their feud, or Elon starting to get impatient with Mega Man being gone for so long to the point where he wants to storm Wily's fortress himself. And when you know it, he does. And that cutscene will occur after you beat your last Robot Master. Speaking of which, what Robot Masters will you be facing this time? For the record, I had a very tough time thinking of names and what their attributes are. But after nearly three days of thinking, this is what I got. First off, we have Chef Man. This Robot Master is not only an expert chef, but a force to be reckoned with. I can see Chefman's level being entirely made out of food, with each part of the level representing the core meals. The beginning part can feature eggs, bacon, pancakes, and a syrup river to represent breakfast, sandwiches, salads, and soup to represent lunch, ham, potatoes, and veggies to represent dinner, and finally, a shortcake field with ice cream in the background to represent dessert, which is where you'll fight Chefman. As expected, Chefman will resemble a typical chef, consisting of an apron, hat, belt full of different kitchen tools, and I can see him speaking in a French accent too. I don't know why, but that's always a thing with chefs in TVs and video games. So I can definitely see the developers doing something as repetitive as that. After beating him, you'll achieve his weapon, Sizzle Slide, where you can perform a hot, fiery dash, almost like a sizzling plate. Next, we have Slush Man. Robots with ice powers are definitely repetitive in these games, but I will not be surprised even the slightest if we got another one. The only problem was the name and weapon. Seriously, they used almost every fucking name to represent Ice or Winter. Like Iceman, Blizzardman, Freezeman, Frostman, etc. But there's one part of Winter that hasn't been used yet, and that's Slush. Unlike most Icing levels we've seen in these games, I can see Slushman's level being somewhat different. Slush is supposed to be melted snow slash ice, so why not incorporate that in his level by having players try and beat the level before it completely melts? At the end of the level, you of course face Slushman, and beating him will give you his weapon, Slush Cannon, where you blast enemies with a stream of snow and water which sounds like it'd be good for distance attacks. Next, we have Ivy Woman. One of the most bizarre yet fascinating things about Mega Man 9 was how they added a female robot master, that being Slash Woman. Not sure why they wait till the ninth entry to do that, but I wish that was something they continued with. 
so why not include another female robot in this hypothetical game? Ivy Woman has the power to control plants and vegetation. That sounds a lot like Poison Ivy from the DC Comics! Yes, I know. But do I have to remind you all that in Mega Man 8, we had a robot master named Aquaman, and he too utilized water? Besides, I don't know DC nearly as much as I know Marvel. Nick is the DC expert on this podcast. Shout out to Nick. Love you, buddy. Anyway, Ivy Woman's level will obviously be jungle-themed, with a whole bunch of mechanical plants trying to bite your ass. At the end, you'll face Ivy Woman and obtain Thorn Whip, which can allow Mega Man to hit enemies with a thorny whip, hence the title. It can also be used to swing Mega Man to other platforms, just like Thunderclaw in Mega Man 8. Up next, Speed Man. This robot master can unleash attacks at lightning speed. But wait, that sounds a lot like Quick Man! I know, I know, but this is fucking Mega Man we're talking about. These games always rehash the same abilities for different robots. Why do you think we have over 5 robots with fucking ice powers? As you can imagine, Speed Man's level is all about timing and trying to reach the end as fast as possible. Or else you'll get hit by instant kill lasers or some bullshit like that. Hey, I hate moments like that too, but if you're fighting someone called Speed Man, you know Capcom is going to pull the bullshit card. Speed Man's weapon upon beating him is called Lightning Jab, which can allow you to destroy enemies with a quick jab, and can also be used for air dashes and quick recoveries. Then we have Knuckle Man, who's pretty much the next Guts Man or Hard Man. I shit you not, there is a robot master called Hard Man. Go play Mega Man 3 if you think I'm lying. Anyway, being the bulky dimwit that he satirizes, Knuckle Man is one of those robots that believes he can solve anything with his fists. I imagine his level will be like a gym, full of weights, punching bags, and various exercise machines. Beating him will give you Fist Wave, a move that can allow you to blast an energy wave that resembles a fist. Hence the title. We're now in the final three, and to start us off, we have Diamond Woman. Yes, I think this game should have at least one more female robot. We don't want Ivy Woman to feel isolated just like Splash Woman now, do we? I can see Diamond Woman acting like a tall fashion diva with sparkling jewels around her. Her level will pretty much be like a runaway walk like you see in model events. Defeating her will give her a weapon, Diamond Storm, which can allow you to shoot a wave of diamonds at enemies. Our second to last robot master is Reflect Man, who claims to have the most protective armor there is. I can see his level acting kind of like a mirror maze, where you constantly see Mega Man's reflection and have to find the right path to take. Reflect Man's weapon upon beating him is called Mirror Shield. With that, you can summon a shield and reflect enemy attacks. It will pretty much be a better version of Pearl Man's shield. Speaking of which, is he even in this game along with base? Patience, people. Patience. Finally, we have Sound Man. This robot master loves music, and will usually blast whatever shit he's playing regardless of others. I can definitely see his level acting like a nightclub, or better yet, have every platform resemble a different instrument. Either one could work, really. Hell, maybe the platforms can match the beat of the level's background music, too. Just saying. Anyway, beating Soundman will give you Sound Burst, a move that can have you unleash musical notes and sound waves. And before I forget, this game will give you a chance to try out each weapon in a testing stage, much like in Mega Man 11. That way, you don't waste any power points when trying to figure out what they do. Like I said before, once all eight Robot Masters have been beaten, Mega Man will return to Light's lab only to find out that Elon has run off to Wily's fortress on his own, prompting Mega Man to go after him, which leads us to the next section of the game, Wily's Fortress. If you guys played any Mega Man game, you would know that Wily's Fortress or Castle or whatever usually consists of about four levels, and they are notorious for being too difficult, so I can definitely see the developers wanting to go all out for the last few levels of the game. The first two levels aren't too special, cheap enemy placement, unorthodox level structure, and at the end you fight a boss that isn't Yellow Devil? I get it. Yellow Devil is iconic. 
but after a while, it gets extremely repetitive and annoying. So please give us something that isn't Yellow Devil, or hell, not even that fucking dragon thing from Mega Man 2. Something different, please! Sorry about that, what are you gonna do? <laughs> anyway, level 3 will have you fight Dr. Wily, who surprisingly only has one phase instead of two. Upon defeating him, Wily will do his trademark plea for Mercy Act, yet there's something strange about all this. Hell, even Mega Man Wily will bring this up. Wait, don't I usually beat you in the 4th level or something? You're right, maybe I was so anxious to beat you this time. Suddenly, the giant screen in the background will turn on, and on the screen is Elon, revealing that he's the true antagonist this whole time. Eric, what the hell are you talking about? Wily is always the main villain, not in this game. After over 11 years of constantly stopping Wily, I think it's time for a change. So you're probably wondering, why make Elon the villain? I thought you said he was working with Light to be his apprentice. Yeah, that was all bullshit. Elon believes that Light and Wily's robot studies are outdated, and it's time for a new generation of young scientists to rise. Both Mega Man and the Robot Masters have already shown how successful the power chip is, but now they stole Dr. Light's data on giving robots free will, and Wily's data on giving robots additional strength, he can perfect the power chip and become the greatest scientist in the world. Dr. Light shows up to try to talk Elon out of it, but it's too late. Elon then takes over Wily's fortress, provoking Mega Man to go after him. Level 4 is the final level, where you fight all 8 Robot Masters again, and eventually Elon, who, much like Wily, has two phases during his fight. In the end, the fortress gets destroyed, Elon is arrested, and Light deactivates all the chips. Now everything can be all peaceful and shit, right? Nope. Wily is back at it again, prompting Mega Man to go after him. Like the old saying, some things never change. During the credits, we'll see the Robot Masters use their powers for good instead of evil. Chef Man opens up a restaurant, Slush Man is now a firefighter, Ivy Woman helps gardeners in their greenhouses, Speed Man helps stop runaway criminals, Knuckle Man opens up a gym, Diamond Woman helps young models with their breakthroughs, Reflect Man gives soldiers more protective armor, and Sound Man becomes a one-man band and is always having concerts. Finally, Wily is stopped once again and is now sharing a cell with Elon. The final shot is a group picture of Mega Man, Light, Roll, Rush, and Otto. That's pretty much the story in a nutshell. Before I end this podcast, I should go over the gameplay, even though I briefly did while discussing the Robot Masters. Mega Man for the most part functions the same in recent games. He can shoot enemies, charge up his Mega Busters, slide to move faster, whether it be on the floor or climbing stairs. As Cat Icarus explained, sliding downstairs is fucking beautiful. And using the menu slash controller bumpers, you can access the weapons of the Robot Masters. But what makes the gameplay slightly better is the power chip. Whenever Mega Man is low on stamina, he can unleash a desperation move called Power Moves. I know, very original. These can only be used once per life. It's kinda like Final Smashes in Smash Bros, or Ultimate Moves in Street Fighter. The best part is, your power move is different depending on which weapon you're using. For the Mega Buster, it'll just be a giant laser. For Sizzle Slide, Mega Man will turn to a giant flaming frying pan. For Slush Cannon, a giant melting iceberg. For Thorn Whip, three giant whips with the middle one having a Venus flytrap head. For Lightning Jab, a very quick dash that can defeat a large group of enemies or deplete large portions of HP. For Fist Wave, two giant energy fists that circle around while firing. For Diamond Storm, multiple diamonds and jewels pouring from the sky. In Mirror Shield, a giant barrier that can not only block off attacks from all directions, but also attacking your surroundings. Finally, Sound Burst, which is a huge sound wave with multiple music notes in it. In Mega Man games, you tend to run out of health very frequently, so why not come up with a move that gives you that one last push before you die? Rush, who's Mega Man's robotic dog, is back as well. His default ability is Rush Coil, which acts like a spring for you to jump on. But as you continue to beat the Robot Masters, you'll unlock more of Rush's abilities, such as Rush Jet, where you and Rush fly airborne briefly. 
rush search in order to find secret or hidden items, and lastly, the rush bike where you can turn rush into a motorbike for you to ride on. There's also bolts that can be used as currency. That's right, Auto Shop returns as well. There you can buy more energy tanks, power tanks, even icons that can summon beat an auto to help you out in combat. Not only that, different types of power shots if you're tired of using a normal Mega Buster, and items that can help give you additional speed, stamina, and how much knockback you take from enemy attacks. These are all pretty much leftover features from past Mega Man games. Honestly, these are just so fan-fucking-tastic that they really should keep all these things. Oh yeah, there's also an encyclopedia page hosted by Roll, which you can freely view whenever. Honestly, this feature isn't really too important, just an excuse to give Roll a purpose in this game. Eric, didn't you say that Proto Man and Beast were in this game? Oh yeah, I did. After beating the game, you can now have access to Challenge Mode in which you can replay all previous levels but in a more difficult setting. Besides Mega Man, you have the option to play as Proto Man or Base. These two will pretty much function the same as Mega Man, except Proto Man has a shield and Base has a double jump, much like in Mega Man 10. Also, their power moves will pretty much be the same as Mega Man's, regardless if they're using their Mega Busters or weapons of the Robot Masters. I know, that sounds lazy, but that's honestly something I expect the game developers to do. Sorry if you were expecting these two to fit in the story. Believe me, I tried, but I really couldn't figure out how these two would fit in the story I was trying to tell. It'd be too random if you ask me. And that pretty much wraps up my concept for the next Mega Man game. I had a lot of fun doing this episode, as it was something I was meaning to do for a long time. Obviously, it's still too soon to know what the next Mega Man game will be, or if Capcom even plans on making another game after 11. By the way, if you're someone that works for Capcom and just so happens to be listening to this podcast, please consider my ideas. I don't care about getting paid, just make all this happen, please. But if you can, send me a free copy as a kind donation. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to yet another Geeks Crossing podcast. What'd you guys think of my hypothetical Mega Man game? You can tell us on our Discord server, and if you have any artwork regarding what Elon or any of the Robot Masters would look like, feel free to share them as well. I would, but I'm a terrible artist. <laughs> Be sure to continue supporting us on all available platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, or whatever you get your podcast needs. And follow our Instagram page, at Geeks Crossing. Thanks again, and take care. <laughs>